0: Hello and welcome to Paper to Podcast, the show that takes the paper out of academic papers and makes them a joy to listen to. Today we're diving into a revolutionary theory that might just make you say, stress? What stress? Our topic today is the paper titled, Biological Sensitivity to Context, I, an Evolutionary Developmental Theory of the Origins and Functions of Stress Reactivity. It's a mouthful, I know, but stick with me this game-changing paper was authored by the dynamic duo w thomas boyce and bruce j ellis published in the development and psychopathology journal in 2005. now if you're one of those people who believes that only high stress environments cause heightened stress responses prepare to have your mind blown boyce and ellis are here to shake things up with a u-shaped curveball according to them Both environments of high stress and those of minimal stress during early life could lead to heightened stress responses later in life. They've termed this phenomenon biological sensitivity to context. It's like our bodies are saying, Oh, you thought you could avoid me, stress? Not so fast. But don't pack your bags and head for the hills just yet. This sensitivity can sometimes be a good thing, depending on the environment. In a low stress environment, these highly stress-reactive children were actually the healthiest of the bunch. But in a high-stress environment, they had the highest illness rates. So, it's not all doom and gloom. This sensitivity could be a superpower if used right. Boyce and Ellis didn't just pull this theory out of a hat. They conducted a comprehensive study mixing evolutionary biology, developmental psychology, and neurobiology into a delicious stress soup. They sifted through old and new studies, poked at neural circuits, and even looked into our genes. Their goal? Build an evolutionary developmental theory of the origins and functions of our stress response. And what's impressive about their research? It's not your run-of-the-mill science project. They used an interdisciplinary approach that combined biology, psychology, and even evolution. Plus, they used non-human primates and rodents in their study which is a clever way to infer evolutionary implications. But like all good scientists, they didn't claim to have all the answers. They acknowledged the limitations of their theory, such as not thoroughly exploring genetic factors and relying heavily on animal models. They also recognize that additional research, especially human-focused studies, is needed to further validate their theory. Now, why does all this matter to you and me? Understanding stress reactivity can help professionals in fields like psychology and healthcare develop strategies to better support individuals who are highly reactive to stress. It could even help teachers design classroom experiences that better support students' emotional health. So, the next time you feel a wave of stress coming, remember, it's not just about how much stress you're under, but how your body responds to it. That's it for today's episode of Paper to Podcast. Remember, stress might be inevitable, but it's how we react to it that can make all the difference. You can find this paper and more on the paper2podcast.com website. Thanks for tuning in, and remember, stay curious, stay informed, and stay stress-savvy.